Hi, it's Tiffany. And I'm Kudzi. And welcome to Love and Limbo Land, the podcast. A series where we discuss the trials and tribulations of dating in LA. I'm a 28-year-old young professional working in the intersection of media and tech. I have always been obsessed with relationships and dating. I actually wrote my master's thesis at USC, Fight On, and online dating and what our generation is looking for. So let's try to figure that out together because I still don't know. I'm a 30-year-old originally from South Africa, and I moved to LA with a dream to work in entertainment and technology, living my best life, but still fumbling my way through the dating landscape. Each week, we share one of our dating stories and decode the experience as we discover what it means to date in the city of many opportunities. Know that you are not alone in this dating jungle. We're in this together, so let's continue this journey and learn how to be open to love. On today's episode, we have Alana and Harrison, who will be talking about dating within your religion and why it's important to them. We also have our guest host, Tika. She's back. Hi, everyone. And she's going to be weighing in on the conversation as well. So let's get started. Hi, everyone. I'm Alana. So one time I was on J-Swipe, I swiped right, thinking that this guy was Jewish. Um, Everything we had talked about made me lead, you know, think he was Jewish. We go on our date, first date everything's great. Second date, everything's great. But by the third date, something seemed off. And I didn't know for sure if he was Jewish or not based on a few things that he had mentioned. Um, So I, you know, dating somebody within my faith, dating somebody that's Jewish is something very, very important to me. So I thought, you know what, I need to ask him as awkward as this is, I don't want to go any farther with this question. Yeah. And so it was Jay Swipe. I thought it was just for Jewish people. Well, so you can put other mm-hmm. um or willing to or convert. willing to convert Got so it. his was other but okay. in my mind i just thought it meant he wasn't reform conservative or orthodox so he was just another sect but they have Judaism. just jewish i know but i was as an option you know maybe not not thinking 100 percent. okay so i thought you know what i'm gonna just go for it and ask him i'm gonna ask him you know in an indirect way to try and figure it out so i said to him i said Um, you know, being with somebody who's Jewish is very important for me. And I wanted to know what your thoughts are on this. And that's when he responded back that he said, you know, um, my great grandparents were Jewish. People think I'm Jewish, but I'm actually not. You should have just stood up and be like, thank you so much for the opportunity. This is That's what you did. Well, and so basically, in a sense, I, you know, I kind of said that to him. I said, in no way um, do I want to challenge you or change you know your thoughts on this but this is something really important to me and i'm really sorry but i'm not going to be able to take this and we're not going to be able to go to the on any other date and how did he take that he said you know he said i understand and um and that was it but the funny part is is six months later we were at the matzo ball which is like the big jewish party on like christmas eve yeah where all the single jews go to a party and i saw him there and i was like that feels very um efficient way of meeting people Mm -hmm. well also why is he there well that was my whole thing when you go there you go under the assumption that everyone's jewish exactly and i was like what a catfish you know he's here (laughs) and he's deceiving all these jews all these girls who think that you know he's he was cute like he was a you know a great guy so i have a question yeah purely just for education so to me it seems as if if he's on j swipe he's going to this party Mm -hmm. 
and he has some connection to Judaism, right? He mm-hmm. said his great-grandparents were Jewish. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I'm thinking, okay, he's interested in the culture, probably willing to convert. So why would it still be such a deal breaker for you? And that's, you know, that's a good question. I think it depends on who you talk to. I think that there are some people who dating within the faith doesn't matter at all. I think there are some people who are okay if the person is somewhat interested in the religion, maybe whether they convert or not, it's fine. As long as they are interested, if they were to get married, they would be open to raising their kids, you know, that that way. Um, and then there are some people like myself who only wants to date somebody that's Jewish. And I think even for me, and this is going to sound controversial and I don't want to offend anybody because what's right for me is not right for everybody else. But for me, I, I don't even want to date somebody I think that has converted only because I think it's not just about that person, but it's about what comes with the person. And so I think that, you know, what values did you grow up with? What traditions did you grow up with? What did your parents grow up with? Because that's instilled in you. And so I think that for me, um, it just wouldn't, it would be a deal breaker. And, and that was kind of, that was a turning point for me in dating that I realized because I really liked this guy. I thought he was really great. We hit it off. We had a lot in common. And I said, gosh, I really can see now how people, you know, I have friends that they say, oh, I'm just going to go on two or three or four dates with this guy. And then they end up becoming in long-term relationships and then they're stuck. What do I do? Because they're not Jewish. And that was for me, you know, I kind of realized it. I said, I totally see why it's so hard. And that's why for me, you have to put yourself, stop yourself from being in that situation. Don't even offer to go on one date if you know that that's not something you want down the line. What do you think? (laughs) Um, I, I, I am very happy that Alana has those views because it led her to me, uh, but I don't necessarily subscribe to the same viewpoint that, uh, Jews, that, that I only want to date Jews. Um, I, I think it's important to be open-minded and I think more than anything, um, you really can't help who you fall in love with, um. But you can, because you can stop yourself from going out with that person before you. But how about if they're your soulmate? But, but but how can they be your soulmate if you don't put yourself in that situation to go out with them? I am a firm believer on that. What's a soulmate? I know what it is, but like, know. what like... is a soulmate? You know what I'm saying? Like, Right. And I would say for you, you're saying it's like your soulmate is someone who's Jewish. That That's your soulmate. That, yeah. That's just so important to you. I mean, you know, in Judaism, we have a word. It's in Hebrew. It's called besheret. And that means like your your soulmate, your significant mm-hmm. other. Um, you know, and I think, I, I don't know. I mean, I know people, a lot of people are going to disagree with me on this. But I think don't put yourself in that situation. I mean, I, 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 agree, with, I agree with that you can choose where you go and like, who you meet right. and like actually choose like how much time and energy you invest into someone. I don't think you just like fall in love. Like, mm-hmm. right. Like, oh my gosh, I'm in love now and I don't know what to do. I right. think the thing, the thing is like a lot of people do struggle with like, they'll go on dates on J swipe and stuff like that. And they won't meet the right person and they keep going on these dates and get discouraged. And they're like, how about if it's because I'm not, you know, there are people that I'm not giving a chance to. Is that what, how you kind of, think about it is that there are the there are people that could be a good fit but they just don't have the religion piece well 
Maybe, and and I haven't really stepped back to think about this, so I'm kind of thinking about it on the fly. Um, and to be clear, you know, I, I myself, as I approached dating, uh, had a very strong preference for people within the Jewish faith. Um, we have a similar background and similar values, which stretch back thousands of years even. Um, and I, I think that there's something immutable about that, that, that other people don't necessarily share. But I think it's important to keep an open mind. Um, you know, I, I, uh, was on J swipe for a reason. Um, but over time I met uh, other women who were not Jewish. I went on a few dates with people who were not Jewish, and I think it makes me a stronger Jew uh, as a result of having done that. Um, I know that personally it's brought me uh, more in touch with my values, and it's helped me uh, ultimately find somebody, or finding somebody who shares my values has reinforced that for me. But I feel that I'm a stronger person for having reached out and explored the world. I mean, um, it, you, you just you just can't help uh, you just can't help who you fall in love with. I, I really do believe. I, I feel actually, I feel very. What you just said like struck a chord with me because I, in the past, dated someone who wasn't Jewish, and it made me closer to my religion because it made me have to like explain things things that like I didn't even know the answer to like he would ask me about my religion and things that I had to actually dig deep into like why do I do this what's the reason uh, what's the story behind this you know because there were like stories like from when you grow up and all the different things that you hear but like to have to explain it to someone, it's a deeper level. And I think like because of that, it, it definitely like strengthened my connection. Yeah. Even, so, even, oh, oh, sorry. Oh, it's, you know, listening to you explain, because sometimes people will just say, both of you like explain this, like uh, makes me understand in a deeper way. Because sometimes people just say, no, this is what I want. Like this is, you don't understand, like this is what I want. And like to me that translates as, how could you be so close to the world? Like how, do, if, wanting one thing, in such a way where you don't explain or give people context can sometimes make you feel like, oh, so you just think everyone else sucks or like you're closed off to the world. But it's more it's more so as I hear you speaking, like helping me understand it's it's a really important part of who you are. Like it's 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 in your DNA. It's like who it's it's how you live through the world and go through the world in the same way that when people ask me about other dating outside of my race or whatever it is, or like I'm just like, no, you know, there's just a lot of context that I think people don't know or can understand if they just hear, I just want to date someone Jewish. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always say Judaism is the core of me. I mean, I'm Alana, I'm a speech pathologist, I'm a daughter, I'm a girlfriend, I'm all of these things, but the my Judaism is the core of me. I think that you know, it, it helps me relate to other people that are also Jewish. It helps me relate to the world. And, you know, for me, and this is going to get deep, but I'm just going to say it. My grandfather was a Holocaust survivor, you know, at that time, the Jews were just annihilated, you know? And so I think for me personally, for me to marry a Jew, to have Jewish children, that shows we won, you know, you're trying to you know, get rid of a race. And the fact that I can be a part of that and to help bring more Jews into this world, to me, that's something, that's something strong. It's something deep. And I think that, you know, our religion 
struggles, you know, from what it used to be. There was a, there was an article that I read that said something like in the next 30 years, if the rate of intermarriage keeps up, the only Jews left will be very, very, very religious Jews. That traditional Judaism, conservative Judaism, even reform Judaism is not going to be there because when you intermarry, a lot of times you lose that core part of Judaism because, you know, that kid that you have only has half of it. Then their kid only has a quarter of it, then an eighth of it, then a sixteenth of it. You see? And so I think, I think that we as Jews have a duty to keep that alive. Yeah, no, that's a really, yeah, that's a really interesting point. Actually, I'm Nigerian, Nigerian American. Mm -hmm. And so amongst in my Nigerian community, there's a big conversation about do we like, do we have a moral obligation to date other Nigerians in order to keep the culture alive, the language alive? Like how hard is it, how hard or not hard is it to pass it on? And um, yeah, it's, it's, I would say it's, to me, it's almost like a, it's a big responsibility. I feel like on my shoulder, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. so. Um, and do you I really like. I mean, you do, but there's also a part of you that's like, the world is how it is today, right? So yeah. I'm just gonna have to. And, to me, and as of right now, I'm I'm not dating a Nigerian, um, and you know, happily in, in a relationship with someone that's not Nigerian. So I think it is always something I'm probably gonna think about, like, oh, but what if? I don't know. Like so. What so yeah. What about this? So, I'm not, you know, you're not, you're not engaged, right? No. Okay. So let's say you get engaged, you get married, you have kids, or, and your kid doesn't date a Jewish person, because you can only That's control people so. That's far. a great question. There's, I you know, want to know. So you can control bad. your world. The you can like have Jewish kids, you know, but like, what if they come back? Hey, mom, this is my person. I, this I think Harrison and I will uh, disagree on. And again, you cannot, you can only control your child so much. You know, at the end of the day, when they're an adult, the decision that they make is the decision that they make. But my hopes, my goals are that I instill Jewish values into them so much that, you know, they wouldn't see any other way of wanting to be with somebody else because that's how it was with me. I mean, my parents always said to me, I'm a middle you know, child. I have an older sister and a younger sister. My older sister's married to somebody Jewish. My younger sister is 21. She's not you know, in a relationship. But it was always the idea, if you bring somebody home that's not Jewish, like don't even bring them in the house. Like that's not even an option. We will not be accepting. We will not allow that. And so a lot of people will say to me, well, you just don't want to date somebody that's not Jewish because your parents would be mad. And they said, it doesn't have anything to do with my parents. Yeah, my parents would be mad, but I just wouldn't do it myself. So I think it has to do a lot with what you instill, but I don't know. I mean, that's a tough, tough question. Yeah. And I don't mean it to be like yeah. a hard question because it's always how much of your world you can control. When I think about myself, right? Mm -hmm, then like, mm -hmm. I don't know what I would say. But yeah. I want you to be happy. Yeah. My child. But doesn't it but put do <laughs> so much pressure on you feeling that like and dating and knowing like, you know, you want that. But like the pressure of like finding that person with that religion um and i don't know I mean, what are your thoughts harrison on on the kids if they they come home and they're like i also have a quick question is just um just as as you guys are both dating is do you ever get a sense of like oh my pool is so small just one just wondering because it's like for me as i whether it's trying to date nigerians or 
or black people, it's like, you know, it's, it's a small pool. It's like, oh, if I widen that pool, you have more options. Like, I don't know, do you guys ever feel like it's a small pool? Um, so, so to hit both of those, um, I don't feel like the pool is so small. I mean, obviously the pool, the pool of Jews is going to be smaller than the pool of non-Jews. Um, but as a general matter, if you're working within a pool of people who from the get go share similar values, um, I think you've got a head start over the, the non-Jewish pool. Um, whether I would, uh, support my kid, if he came to me and said, or she came to me and said, I'm in love with uh, somebody who's not Jewish, absolutely. Um, Of course, I would encourage them, uh, not explicitly say, you know, go only date Jews or or something like that. But um, my hope is that in raising them, I would inst- we would instill in them uh, values that make them want to go that direction, so that it's a choice that they make. Mm-hmm. But I don't ever want to decide anything for my child. I, I want them to be independent-minded, uh, and I want them to uh, I-, I want them to do what they want to do. I don't want to have a situation where, um, you know, where the Capulets and the Montagues and the kids, you know, the kids, the the parents are the ones who should be leading by example, not the kids. So I'm having such a weird feeling. I'm trying to figure out my emotion right now. My chest is tight. Okay. You know, I'm dramatic, but like, there's a big, like I'm, Cognitive dissonance is like a big part of me that's like I'm, you know, I'm such an open person. Yeah. You know, I'm just yeah. like the world, just be open, just be open. But there's a big part of me that just like understands like that. What if I just want this like one thing? Mm-hmm. So I'm having issues like literally like hearing that, hear, like yeah. feel like understanding both myself. How do you feel? Yeah, no, I I think about this a lot too. Just same as a black person, as a Nigerian person. Um, and on the one hand, it's like yes, I want to marry someone who has a similar experience, whether it's black, whether it's Nigerian. But on the other hand, it's also like, but it, it is good to be open. And like for me, like I do really very much so feel the that numbers um, pressure of, I just feel like there's just not that many. Mm-hmm. And yes, right now I'm in a relationship, but back when I was single, I felt like, well, if I feel like number one is I do want a life partner to traverse through the world with. Um, and so it's for me, it's like I just want them to be a good person who has similar values. And I, for me, I feel like that could transcend um, culture and race. So I made that decision. But I have a ton of friends who will only date Nigerians or will only date black mm-hmm. people. Um, and that, for me, those has its benefits, but I think that's too restricting. Yeah, I mean, I definitely felt feel like the pool is small. Like, and I, I you live in Los Angeles. About, I do live in Los Angeles, but you don't know how many times I go to like inbox zero on J Swipe. Like, there's, everyone that goes to like yeah. the apps in general. And that's there. not something I want to get to. It, it so, is small. Yeah. I mean, Tiffany and I have talked yeah. about dating for a very long yes. time. You know, I've lived in LA for three and a half years, and. You know, until meeting Harrison, God, I mean, I would say I probably went out with 75 guys. And I know that that sounds like an insane number. And, you know, most of them were only first dates. But it's I wouldn't say that the pool is small. I would say that the picking is... Yeah, people are not serious. You but know it, but I mean? how? But that's not necessarily exclusive to you know to, one yeah. religion. Right. No, that's, I think it's yeah. everybody says that. Everybody yeah. says that. You know, but. I think for me, what kills me is, you know, 
I have a lot of girlfriends. Not a, not a lot, but I, I have girlfriends that are dating people who are non-Jewish. And these are girls that grew up in a super Jewish household, grew up with super Jewish values, went to Jewish school, the whole nine yards. And, you know, they tell me, well, I dated a lot of Jewish guys. I didn't find anyone that was great, anybody that I liked. So I met this guy and we clicked. So I figured, why not? Let me give it a go. And it just kills me because I think that, listen, I mean, you know, it's taken me a long time to meet Harrison and I feel so blessed that I've met him, you know, but I wasn't going to give up. You know what I mean? I wasn't going to just say, you know what? Screw it. Like, let me just go out and date whoever, because if that was the case, I could have found somebody a really long time ago, you know? And trust me, everything happens for a reason. And I'm glad that I didn't meet anybody before, but I just think you can't, I don't know. It's, it's hard. It's a really hard situation I, I i i get it i i also feel though that as much as we're talking about sort of um the continuation of the jewish religion by uh jews dating jews i also think that the jewish people's future depends on being open to experiences like this i mean i don't think it's going to come as a shock to say that the jews uh standing in the world is precarious at best. Um, there are a lot of people who don't like Jew, the, the nation of Israel, for example. Um, and if we can start within our, uh, start by ourselves, opening ourselves up to other experiences and opening ourselves up to the world, I think ultimately it'll help our position in the world and it'll, we will be stronger for that. We'll be able to work with uh, people and other religions uh, uh, and other races much more easily. I, the same way I think that, uh, I mean, just the reality is we live in a global society and um, you can have Jews in a global society. You can have non-Jews in a global society. You can have Nigerians in a global society. But uh, if we all just fall into our single tracks, I, I feel like we run the risk of not working together and trying to further that global society. But so are you saying intermarriage is the key to that? No, I'm, confused. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that intermarriage is the key to that. I'm saying that an open mind is the key. Okay, fair. Okay. I love that wording because it's just, you know, in the middle. But it's 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 true because it's a global world. You can't like you can't live in a world that's not in the world. Like you, <laughs> you experience people every day and you have to be open on a different like in that realm, slightly lighter. Um, what if back in the day, you got a good man now, you're fine, everything is great, life is amazing. But back in the day, what if like, so a non-Jewish guy was like feeling you, liking you, like, hey, what's up? Like, how did you respond to that? Like, what would you say? I tell you were out and they just said, hey, what's up? I mean, I wouldn't be rude. Yeah. I would talk to them, you know, but would I maybe give them my number to go out later? Probably not. You know, because I'm, I'm such a believer of don't waste anybody's time. Mm -hmm. My time is valuable. Yes. And I'm not going to waste somebody else's time. So I don't want somebody else to, to waste my time. So I think if I would kind of play on that, if he was, you know, you know, showing he was interested and I gave him my number, I feel like that would be leading him on in a sense. And I wouldn't want to do that because I wouldn't want somebody to do that to me. I wish I was like that because I, I think it's nice being liked. And sometimes yeah. you just like, you're just like, this person likes me. Yeah. You know, Tiffany, but, what do you do? I think 
I, I give them my number because it's hard because yes, I obviously want to be with a Jewish guy and marry a Jewish guy. But when, as you said, like it took you three years and or longer, you know, mm-hmm. but three years in LA to find a match. And it's so discouraging sometimes to, to go through that whole process and wonder, will it ever happen for me? And I think that's why when those situations pop up, you're like, oh, well, this person like is showing interest in me. He's sweet. He's caring. He's nice. Every other box is checked besides this one little box, which is a big box. But I think it's, it's hard not to second guess if that's the right move for you mm-hmm. because you know I do want kids I do want a family and um, you know we're not getting any younger here so I think we are running up against time and yes you know you can freeze eggs and all these things but that costs money that costs time and you know I know a lot of people going through it and it's a, a very hard process and so like all these things factor into the dating process as well well. I think think to that it goes I think it goes to well what do you want right like if if you will only be happy with a Jewish husband and your Jewish family then getting married to a non-Jewish person you're you're still not happy yeah Yeah, you're married but you're not happy so you just need to know what's going to make you happy Mm -hmm. versus if you're like oh I I want that partner Jewish or not I'll be happy with that partner Mm -hmm. that family unit then that's going to make you happy and just be be honest about that so I think it's just really knowing what, what are your non-negotiables and just standing firm on that? And there's a certain level of experimentation that goes on in that, right? I mean, unless you know from the get-go that these are my deal breakers, my non-negotiables, then you right. have to experience it. To figure it out. Yeah, and exactly. And I think that's why it was important for me to like try different things and see because it did make me realize that it mm-hmm. is super important to me and more so than I thought it was prior to trying something else. So I I do think like you do have to be open to experiences to know. And I think even like your experience with the going on the date with that guy and like feeling how you felt like validated Mm -hmm. why Mm -hmm. it's so important to you and you need it. Like everyone, I think things happen in your life that like are reminders and symbols and you, you take from that and figure out what will make you happy. What about that special box on Jay's wife that you mentioned earlier, the willing to convert? Mm-hmm. Would you dabble with one of those? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why not? Absolutely. Right. <laughs> Alana, we, I think we know um, your answer. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they said they, uh, me, I mean. For sure. And like I said before, that might be right for somebody. It's not right for me. You mm-hmm. know, I don't want my kids to have to go to their grandparents' house and celebrate Christmas mm-hmm. and then come home and be confused and say, but mommy, I'm confused. We're Jewish. Why do why do grandma and grandpa celebrate Christmas? You know, so there's more to it that even if they convert, there's still right. layers. There's still like a life that layers. they have to live in that's not that. Tiffany Mallet. Yeah, I mean, again, it goes back to... Uh, um, the fear, you know what I mean? Like, uh, the fear of not finding the right person. So it's like, maybe I should be open-minded to this option if they do want to raise our children. And like, they were born this way. I mean, you can't pick, I mean, like you're, you're born into this religion, but like you may later decide, I want to, I love, like, I know people who converted to Judaism without like marriage. Like they said, I identified with this religion. I want to know more. I want to be Jewish. And they converted without marriage being a reason. 
That's different. Yeah. I agree. I think yeah. that that's different because I think that there are some people that will convert just for their partner mm-hmm. and maybe not do it for themselves. And there are people that yeah. I know like that. Um, and they ended up not raising their kids Jewish. You know, they ended up not doing any of those things. They're like, oh, let me just convert so I make his parents happy mm-hmm. or vice mm-hmm. versa. And that's not right. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of that Seinfeld episode with George and converting the Latvian Orthodox. Um, uh, sorry. Um, I, I think Judaism is also a unique topic for this because not all Jews are made the same. Um, within Judaism, you can be a card carrying, uh, Orthodox Jew, or you could be, uh, a, a reformed Jew who, uh, still loves God, but in a very different way. And sometimes uh, the differences between a uh, an ultra orthodox person and a reformed person, it, you might as well be dating somebody who's in a different religion. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's also um, issues within Judaism, and if we're if we're open within Judaism, then uh, you know. Why not outside as well? Yeah, actually, that brings up a good point. Like, Alana, in terms of how about if they're an atheist Jew, like Jews who identify, they were born Jewish, but they don't believe in anything. They don't believe in God. It, what would that? How would that factor in for you? Because I do think that, the, especially in L.A., that is a big um phenomenon i would say mm-hmm. where they don't believe in god they they just are they say culturally jewish culturally jewish right yeah you know i think again for me i would i would struggle with that because it's not just like the big capital j i'm jewish i think there's more to it than just saying i'm jewish it's i want somebody who's okay with doing shabbat every night you know going to sabbath and being with my family or their family it's somebody that you know understands and appreciates the holidays and the importance of um you know a couple times a year we take off work and we spend time with our family. So I think that if you just say you're Jewish, but you don't have those values instilled in you or they're not important to you, then you've taken a layer off right there that is taking a big layer off of the religion, you know, or Jew- I, I, I forget. I would see people would say, yeah, they're like Jewish, but they don't believe in God or, you know, Jew ish yeah, you know yeah, and like that was a big, I, that's a big thing on jay yeah, yeah jewish and and i struggle with that i struggle with it so much and listen maybe i'm lucky because i you know was fortunate to have parents who sent me to jewish day school and sent me to jewish high school and instilled all of that in us you know since we were preschoolers and that was the biggest part of us but um you know, I still think that you can get Judaism in other ways. I mean, Harrison didn't go to Jewish school and he still identifies with his Judaism so much. So you can still get that Judaism in different ways. There's not one correct road. And, you know, opposite of that, how about if they were Orthodox or and how, how would you feel about that? Is that something that factored into like swiping, you know, if they were... Totally, and that's what makes Judaism, I think, so hard is that there's so many different facets and there's so many different ways that you can be a Jew. And so for me, you know, somebody who's really religious would not think that I am on their level. You know, I don't keep the Sabbath. I drive on, on the Sabbath. I, you know, 
eat out at restaurants. You know, I don't keep strict kosher. Maybe I don't eat pork and I don't eat shellfish, but I'll eat, you know, a hamburger out or chicken out. And so I think that, you know, to them, I would not be acceptable versus where for me, you know, I don't think that I could see myself keeping the Sabbath, you know, and not using electricity and not driving or working on the Sabbath. And so, yeah, that would be hard for me too. So it's not even just people that are, not Jewish at all, but maybe somebody that's yeah. super Jew. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. Change. So, you know, again, the, with all of this, the pool is getting smaller and smaller as we're talking mm-hmm. about it, you know. But in marketing, we love a target market. There's a big part of me that's like when you know what you want and you know exactly what it is, yes. it's actually like it's smaller, but it could be easier. It's like what you said. It's like there's a there's a leg up already when you're targeted to a specific, a specific group that, you know, has shared values. Exactly. So I'm kind of, I might be switching my whole strategy. Melana, <laughs> <laughs> look at you. I feel like I... You know, you need to... Cause no, this is super important, going, and I feel like... for anything. People have been asking me for this podcast mm-hmm. for a really long time. I think when they hear it a lot of things will click. Even like being here and hearing your, both of you guys speak, like things click for me. So I think it's really important to like share your perspective and your opinions because a lot of people struggle through these things and they don't talk about it. And and they, you know, make decisions without, you know, hearing different perspectives. Right, yeah. totally. So Chica, Nigerian American, um, college educated <laughs> and is on the west coast person I feel like we, if you just find the numbers you're good <laughs> find the numbers I mean, the people no to be fair like so I'm open um, but I have a lot of cousins family friends who aren't and they'll say yeah it's a struggle but same like they'll, they'll wait the three years four years five years mm-hmm. and it's worth it because then they'll find their mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. Yeah. so totally thank you guys yeah. so much this has been so um eye-opening this episode and the past one has been so good and i think rich with like information that i feel like people just need in this world i think a lot of people just struggle um you don't have to struggle alone you can just like talk through the things so i appreciate that yeah and i think also like a lot of people exactly what you were saying like oh you only want to marry jewish because your parents will be upset like people have those you know thoughts when you say you want to marry Jewish and there are so many layers and it goes Mm -hmm. so much beyond that Mm -hmm. and I think it's important to like talk through those different pieces and and hear that because it really makes you think it it's not everyone wants of course everyone wants to make their parents happy but it goes like way beyond just that yeah yeah and and I I think it's interesting at the end of the day we both have very different opinions on this um so we're motivated by different factors, but at the end of the day, we still ended up together. Mm-hmm. And um, th- I, I wouldn't trade that for anything. She so. got to me, this could be us, but you're, out here playing, you're playing games in these streets. Yeah, I, I like hearing these stories. Yeah. But, you know, I hope that just this conversation that we had opens conversations for other people you know and brings honesty to the table of what's important to them so if that is all that you know comes out of this then i'm happy yeah i think that's the biggest thing too like a lot of people don't want to admit what's important to them um and it is just talking through it that that brings that to light and a lot of people are scared Mm -hmm. and you know even like before when i was like like come on the podcast and talk about this like oh i don't know like what people will think and 
I think it's a real disservice when we like don't share these things because the only way we can grow and become better is by having these conversations. So thank you for being here with thank us. Thank you for, for giving having us the opportunity. Us. Yeah. Tweet us at love on love. What's uh, every time? I yeah, this, I like, remember our podcast. Our dude. name. Tweet us at love in limbo land. Um, we'd love to know your thoughts. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Kudzi. And you've been listening to Love in Limbo Land. You can find us on Twitter at Love in Limbo Land. And don't forget to go to Apple or Google Play Podcast to subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time. It's over, boo. Don't let them play you.